0: Now, there are five major uses of the infinitive that we are going to get in this chapter. Five major uses. And I am going to, and uh, several of them, three of them, are the equivalents of concepts or nouns, and two of them are shorthand for clauses. I'm going to give those to you right now. We're going to use the infinitive. I'll go to the left board here. We're going to use the infinitive of to eat. To eat. So the third principal part is gun, right? Now how do we make that infinitive? We take off first, Bobby? Yeah. Yep, got to go. We're not dealing with pastime. Take off secondary endings. There is the basic stem, and we put on the infinitive ending. Ein, ein is the ending, and here ä e, is the connecting vowel, and sty is the ending. So sty is the ending here, and ein is the ending there. And by the way, I should say, and I'll say that right now, you will be very happy to know, Keffi, yep. that the infinitives do not conjugate, or decline. Why? Hey, it's the form it is. It's the abstract concept. See. So what you have is lipine. That's what you got. And liposthine. You don't have liposthine, lipostho, or something like that because there are no persons and numbers or anything. It's just the very act itself. All right. Now, here's the first one phthali fagain artan. He desires to eat bread. What is it that he desires? The act of eating bread. He desires to eat bread. This is an equivalent usage All of these will be equivalent usages to English. So this is object. Here's the next one. In this one, it's a new word, die, which means it is necessary. It is necessary to eat bread. This is subject. Now that is to say bits what is necessary eating. to eat bread exactly so you use the gerund eating bread for greek to eat bread is necessary that is the subject next appositional this is good to eat bread. Now in this one, it is in opposition to this. This is good. What's good? To eat bread is good. It is in apposition to the demonstrative pronoun this. This is good to eat bread. Note, in each one of these cases, you've got the equivalent of a concept. It is necessary to eat bread. What is necessary? The act of eating bread is necessary. Now. There are two more uses, which are shorthand for clauses. Here's the first one. Purpose, he is coming to eat bread. Note the difference between that and the first one, desiring. He desires. What does he desire? To eat bread. He is coming. Not what, but why. Very good. When you do why, it's an adverbial clause, right? Shorthand for a clause. This is what it's shorthand for. He is coming in order that he might eat bread. He is coming to eat bread. And finally, the last one has a very big and complicated name, ep-exegetical. Now, what it actually is, you know, one of the departments here is the exegetical department. And it's just ep on the front, ep-exegetical. And that means interpretive. It's an interpretive or clarifying usage. And here is the example. He is worthy to eat bread. Oxus estin Fagin arton. Now, what does that mean? He is worthy to eat bread. That he is worthy. In what area is his worthiness? Is he worthy to be king? No. Is he worthy to be president? No. He is worthy to eat bread. So uh, generally, this will answer the question, in what respect? Remember how we had the dative of respect? This is kind of, uh, no, no, that comes later. but this is, this is like a use of the dative that we get later on. He is worthy in some area with respect to something. He's not worthy to head up the UN. Maybe he's worthy to head up the UN's oil for food program, but not generally. Yeah, okay. But he is worthy to eat bread. That is so-called exegetical. So, he is worthy with respect to what? Now, these are the five major uses of the infinitive without the article. The five major uses of the infinitive without the article. You see, without the article? Do you mean the infinitive could be used with the article? Well, sure because it's an abstract concept, the equivalent of a noun. And tomorrow, or Monday, in that chapter, we're going to get the use of the infinitive with the article, where it is, again, going to be an abstraction or a concept. All right? But we're doing three of these without the article, and we are doing then two more that are not abstractions, but they are the equivalent of subordinate clauses. Let me just review those again. The top one is object, he desires, kind of answers the question, what? Subject, it is necessary to eat bread, what is necessary? Appositional, this is good to eat bread, it tells you what this is, it's in apposition to it. This and to eat bread are equivalents, in other words. He is coming to eat bread tells why. And finally, he is worthy to eat bread tells in what area or with respect to what he has worthiness. These are five important uses of the infinitive without the article. Now, I'm making a point of this. Because, not not just for this chapter, if it were just for this chapter, you wouldn't have to know the names of these usages, because they're really the same as English. Later on, in chapter 29, we are going to get another structure in Greek, in Koine Greek that is the equivalent of the infinitive. And so you have to know the infinitive usages so we can match up this other structure with it. This is what's really kind of important. Uh, yes, Wendell? Could you maybe explain the appositional? Appositional? The appositional has to have a demonstrative pronoun in it, this. Must have it. So you're going to say, this is worthy. This is good. What's good? Well, I'm going to tell you what that is. See? So basically, this equals that. All right? Now, that's different than ep exegetical on the bottom, where you say, he is worthy to eat bread. Worthy is not equal to eating bread. This is equal to eating bread. See, this and eating bread, This is referring to eating bread. It's the same thing. But you say he is worthy to do something. Worthy, he's worthy for something else. Worthiness is not defined by that. You're just saying, you know, that isn't worthiness. Eating bread is not worthiness. But he is is worthy to do it. He has worth in that area of doing it. That's the difference. But the appositional will always be a demonstrative pronoun. Yes? Exegetical. Just think of exegetical, like exegetical department. Ep, exegetical. Ep, exegetical, always adjectival? Um, No, but often it is built off of adjectives and nouns. Here's another one. Let me give you a couple of more ep ep, exegeticals. It's time to go. See, now it's time for something. It's not time for everything. It's not time for the end of the world. It's time to go with respect to going. Here's one that you'll sometimes see with a verb. He is able to do something. He has ability in a given area. So basically, the exegetical will narrow the area. The guy will have worth, ability, something like that, and then you're narrowing down where that is. It will key off of adjectives and nouns frequently, verbs less frequently. The one that's the most common is the verb to be able. We're going to get an adjective, Rob, in this lesson of ability, able, and that will be a classic for ep exegetical. He is able or he is worth. Ability and worth. Ability and worth are two big areas uh, of this. You know, you say, she is worthy, what? To marry the president? I mean, you know, what? In what area? you got to narrow this down for me. She has ability, not to do everything, but she has ability to lead this household. You know, something like that. Right, yes? Uh, Yeah. Does that on, like, what Yes, yes. This is very good bits. Uh, did did Kefi tell you that? Yeah. Yeah, he did. OK, good. Uh, so the usage is essentially dependent on the leading verb. That is correct. So, for example, you get a no, notice here, uh, Mike, what I did. I use the same infinitive and object. See? So whether you use thelo or erchomai is going to determine whether that is being used as an object or as a purpose. Is it one our tone or something, if it's being used kind of as subject to be in the nominative case or anything else change like that? Or, well, it's um um there is no case. I mean, this is, to eat bread is necessary. Now, if we were to put an article there, it would be nominative. If we were to think of it as an abstract concept as a noun, it would be nominative. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait wait a minute. No, 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 no. Artan? Arten? no, no, it's the object. I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood what you were saying. Uh, no, this this would be accusative because I, I, I misunderstood your point. Uh, it is the object of eating. Okay. I thought you were talking about the infinitive. No, no. <coughs> yes, yes, and and I could demonstrate that now as I was giving the presentation. Flitting through my mind was should I diagram that particular one right then. I did not want to give a heart attack to Creedon. So, we'll do it now though. I Thank you. That's how you diagram. To eat bread in the subject slot is necessary. See? So here, this is the object, and thus you would use ton. That's the object of fagain, but all of this is the subject of die. Except by the total context. That's exactly right. So if you just saw the phrase artan, you have no idea whether it's necessary to eat bread, um, he's coming to eat bread. Right, right, right. That is, it's, it is here. See, this is an abstract noun equivalent concept. Right. He desires to eat bread. It's necessary to eat bread. Here, now, if I were to diagram this one, this diagrams off in the following way. Um, uh, the top one, object. So, you're going to have a he, let's say a sort of like a hutus or something like that. Then you would have theli. Now, the object would be Gain Artun. And you could put here um, now this is like this. You could put here you know a subject right in the subject slot, but he desires to eat bread as the total object of that. Here it is the subject of it. right, right, right. Um, now. Uh, uh, Let me just review where we are right now. Let me just review this. So, the infinitive has two major functions. It is the equivalent of a noun as an abstraction, or it is a shorthand for clauses. These two functions will be represented in the five major uses of the infinitive without the article. Equivalent of noun as an abstraction, up to here, and shorthand this way. There's one more I have to show you, and I'm going to move over to this board for this last one. And it's very interesting that you should have raised the question this way. in this last one there is a word that kind of indicates that an infinitive is coming so to speak all right over here it's not i mean you could have he desires to eat bread but i could have had he desires bread you know all right and that is hoste giving result so if you had something like the following. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Jesus sent the disciples, with the result that, now this is not purpose, this is result, with the result that, they proclaimed the gospel. Uh, no, let's not use that. Let's use with the result that they. Um, no, let's see. Not proclaim because I'm not going to do that morphology. With the result that they oh, healed healed. Uh, not can't do that one either. Uh, well, we haven't we haven't done weak morphology. Oh, well we can. I'll tell you what though, we can do first principal part. That's always okay. They began to proclaim the gospel. Let's do it that way. Let's do it like that. Now I want you to look at this. Jesus sent the disciples. Hoste is going to indicate that it is going to be result. That's all it can be as a result. That will be followed by an infinitive. Next point. The subject of the infinitive, and this is true not only for host. I'm looking at all of you now so that you see this. What I'm going to tell you now about the subject of the infinitive, I was simplifying over there, not lying, but simplifying, those are two different things. Um, The subject of the infinitive is in the accusative case, thus, here, this bit is the subject of proclaiming, and this is the object of proclaiming, okay? One is the subject, and one is the object. Now let me translate that, that sentence up there on the board again. Jesus sent the disciples. With the result that they began to heal, or proclaim, sorry, began to proclaim the gospel. Began to proclaim the gospel. Where did I get begin? First principle, part infinitive. Because it's one of the things you can do to express connection. Begin to do. Uh, I could say, with the result that they habitually preach the gospel. Something like that. Now, why why did I say they? Because autus is an accusative subject of the infinitive. So here's the interesting thing. The infinitive has as its subject the accusative case. The infinitive has as its object the accusative case. Right. So you're going to have to watch this a little bit. And here's one place where word order may at times become critical. Let me go over to this board here again. Let's say I wanted to say It is necessary, and this one, it is necessary to eat bread. Supposing I wanted to say, it is necessary for us to eat bread, that we eat bread. I got to put it in the accusative. Got to put it in the accusative. It is necessary that we eat bread. Or, now, this is the kind of thing Wendell and Bill will ask me about for three straight weeks, okay? Well, let me try to clarify, gentlemen, that either one of these translations, Bill, is acceptable. It is necessary that we eat bread, i.e., that we eat bread is necessary, or it is necessary for us to eat bread. It is the same thing. Bill, are those different? No, no, no they are not different. Very good. All right, so Sam it is. A point that, right? What? Sam a point. Yeah, yeah, no, Sam doesn't get a point for that. You get a point for that. All right, it is necessary that we eat bread. It is necessary for us to eat bread. There you can kind of see an infinitive in English for us to eat bread. Actually, Here's the actual equivalent in English. It is necessary us to eat bread. That's really kind of what you're saying. So notice how I had to put that in the accusative case. Let's take the top one. He desires that you guys eat bread. He desires you to eat bread. That you eat bread. Now, I did the same thing over here. I'm pointing this out, this business of the accusative as the subject, and I'm belaboring this point using the other five examples because in the book, there is not, it is not said incorrectly in the book at all, but people have a misconception reading the book that the accusative as subject of the infinitive only applies to the hosta clause, because it's the place where I use it as an example. It actually applies all over the place, all infinitives. The accusative is the subject of the infinitive.